I wonder whether you've ever had a conversation with someone that you know is going to be serious, but it starts with small talk. How are your kids? Fine. Yours? Yeah, yeah, good, great. Another cup of tea? Actually, no, no thanks. I, I wanted to talk to you about something. Now, I wouldn't call 2 Timothy chapters 1 to 3 small talk, exactly, but chapter 4 is the point at which Paul puts down his cup of tea, looks Timothy straight in the eye, and gets right to the point. Verse 1, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They'll turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Paul's writing probably within weeks, perhaps even days, before his death. For 30 years, he's given himself to making known the good news of Jesus Christ. So these words are Paul's last charge to Timothy and the church. And you can sense the urgency, the, the solemnity to them. And, and it, it, it all boils down to this. Verse 2, preach the word. Timothy, preach the word. Today, people in this country are dying without ever really knowing the gospel. Christians are are drinking in the lies of the world and they desperately need to hear the truth. So preach the word. That word is the deposit of chapter 1. In this fourth chapter, it's the sound doctrine of verse 2, the truth of verse 4, the faith of verse 7. It consists of what we saw last week, the Old Testament scriptures, God-breathed and useful, which Timothy has known from childhood together with the teaching of the Apostle, which Timothy has followed and learned and firmly believed, to preach this word. I guess every one of us listening to the podcast has a responsibility to do that in our church family. We're home group leaders, youth leaders, church leaders, and the word is the currency that we deal in. It's the tool that we use. Look, where there's a young teenager who comes along to camp for the first time and an inquirer wanting to understand the Christian faith or a church member asking for advice, it's the word we're to give them. I can look different, can't it? That might be a formal talk, a preach. It could be a Bible study. But it might just be an invitation to open the Bible together. And why is this so important? Why is the one thing that Paul wants to say before he dies to Timothy, preach the word? Well, he gives us two simple reasons. Firstly, Christ is coming, verse 1. Paul believes that Christ himself will make a visible appearance one day, and when he comes, he'll come as the judge of the living and the dead. That's awesome, isn't it? There's a sense of urgency. So don't keep this good news to yourself. Make it known so everyone has a chance to prepare. Don't let Christians go spiritually off-piste. Remind them of the truth. Whoever you're serving, keep 
this urgency in mind. Don't let yourselves be lulled into a false sense of security. Christ is coming. Let's make sure people have the opportunity to be ready. But there's a second reason here to preach the word. People turn from the truth. They won't put up with sound doctrine. You get, get the kind of sense that whatever the truth is, it offends them. Uh, they want to stop there is to it, escape from it. And so they listen to people who will say what they want them to, to say. Now, that's always been possible, hasn't it? But with the arrival of the internet, it is really easy to find people who will say what your itching ears want them to say. Don't like this preacher? Well, just listen to this one. Offended by that book? Read this. Does this article make you uncomfortable? No problem, this one won't. Now, we've got to be sensitive as the preachers of the word to our own hearts, don't we? I'm, I'm very well aware there are certain safe authors that I want to read because our theology agrees and there are dangerous authors I don't want to read because they threaten the position I've adopted, the view I hold. Don't get stuck in a ghetto where you think that you and yours exclusively have the truth and everyone else doesn't. If what we believe is the truth, then it will stand, won't it? We don't need to fear that. But if it's not the truth, well then we don't want to follow it, do we? Christ is coming. And so the command to Timothy... And us, it's very simple, preach the word, in season and out of season, when you're feeling up to it, when you're not. We're on duty all the time, we can't shirk responsibility. Use to correct, rebuke and encourage. I think most of us have a, a bent towards one of those, don't we? Maybe a great encourager, but we don't rebuke or correct. We may be bad at encouraging, but we correct people all the time. If we preach the word, actually we will have a balance of those three. The word will give it. And look, preach the word with great patience and careful instruction. And we can do that because the Holy Spirit is the one, ultimately, who's going to press it home to our hearers. I don't need to speed up his work or to cut corners or or to manipulate things. Just be patient careful and keep preaching the word because if we do then one day when Christ returns there will be people so grateful to us that we did 